Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, we've got um, Mr. Decker Pelinari, uh, his latest EP. As you can find on SoundCloud, it is called No Hooks. It came out at yes, New, New Year's of 2018. You can also find The Progression, his first EP on there too. Uh, thanks for being on the show, dude. Absolutely, man. Thanks for thanks for having me. Good, you know? good to be here, man. I haven't seen you in a while. Seriously, first time walking through the studio. Yeah. What Crazy, do you, man. What do you think? It's beautiful. Like, it's just an incredible... It's so out there from where you guys were like a year ago, you know, like, and just the fact that you get to be a part of something like that, mm. the fact that you let me be a part of something like this, it's just an awesome feeling, man. I'm trying to get Decker out here for a minute, um, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, he Thanks. used to record uh, with J3 Studio, shout mm -hmm. out J3, um, yeah. and um, yeah, it's crazy to go from a little uh, bedroom studio to, you know, a professionally molded space. Um, but I think that uh, we could definitely uh, sip on some beer okay. and talk a little bit. We've got Steel Reserve, you know, the uh, the bummiest beer uh, they've got down the street. But things have to be done. All right, and this is a perfect 2 p.m. beer. Whew. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. That's rough. Oh. <laughs> so, Decker, what'd you do today? Um, I woke up. And honestly, just kind of chilled. I've been packing up the crib because uh, moving back to GB for the summer, but we have to move into an apartment just down the road. And um, it's just a big shit show, honestly. Like with timing and everything, got to get my car back, and my car is like out of commission and shit. So, damn. Aside from that, it's all good. It's all yeah, peachy, man. I feel it. I um, I as well. I'm moving in about a week. Um, I'm just moving down the street in River West, but. I'm already dreading it so much because I have to figure out my getting off of work situation. Yeah. Parents are coming up to help me, and it's like it's hard to move at the beginning of the summer because so much shit is going on, oh, especially absolutely. in this neighborhood. You have like FemFest and like a bunch of other festivals coming up, and it's like you have to really like it's hard to block out time for obligation when so much fun shit is happening. Right? Yeah, because you want to enjoy yourself too, and it's even weirder for me because I'm moving all the way back to GB, so it's yeah. like I gotta pack up a bunch of shit, you know, and then figure out where I'm going. But I'm so psyched to go back to Green Bay, honestly. I got a buddy Logan up there who's a rapper also, and he's got a little. Uh, house studio, like bedroom studio set up there and we're just gonna grind out a little EP I think and Tight. just kinda see where it goes, you know? We got a little split thing. Yeah. Tight. And our buddy Max raps too and it was so funny. Shout out shout out Logan and shout out Max, my boys. But um it's so funny because he just never like for the first couple of years that we were all like rapping, me and Logan, he never did anything and we were all like come on man yeah like you got this like come on and he would always just kind of like mm, shake it off like no and then one one day like a couple years ago he goes all right i wrote something nice yeah and holy fucking shit dude just bars i was like my <laughs> god my fucking like this is what i've been waiting for yeah. man this is so cool so that now all three of us just 
go in on music. Oh, and it's, dude, it's a blast. That's why I love being yeah. there. The homies at Bike Up and GB are yeah. primo, that's for sure. It's so amazing when someone actually applies their talent. When for the longest time you know, like, they've got it in them to do mm -hmm. it, but it's just a matter of, like, them getting started. It's always yeah. a challenge. And breaking out of that comfort zone, too, yeah. you know? It's just a thing, man. You just gotta, just gotta go for it. Yeah, man, we're afraid of failure. Uh, just the human race, we're just afraid of failure. Oh, absolutely. Makes us afraid of taking risks. And that's kind of what we, uh, so that's kind of where the, of the consequences. Cause yeah. like, even though, even they, even in a situation like that, the consequence was like, he might get embarrassed or something, but he didn't, he killed it. And that's what's so sick about it. Like, yeah. oh man, I just, I'll never forget that shit. That was so sick. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, no, that's, that's beautiful to hear. Mm -hmm. And that's actually kind of, that's how we tie this show's theme. Um, into that exact thing is we talk about love and fear on Mr. Nice Guy. We talk about how that those driving forces cause us to create, mm -hmm. how they inspire us, how they hold us back, and uh, how we ha how things in our lives have shaped us to where we are based on <laughs> love and fear. And uh, you're a hip hop artist, you know I. Like, I already know you speak to a lot of your own life experiences mm -hmm. and you put them into words th with a beat and it's, it turns into, you know, it turns into something other people can relate to that have been there as well. Um, so for, first and foremost, I want to hear like where you first got interested in recording and just where you saw it as like, you know, a potential outlet for yourself. So when I was in high school, I was a heavier set. I was pretty chubby kid and everything so I'd always just get picked on just straight up and I always loved music I played guitar from like kindergarten but then I kind of that kind of fell off busy with other stuff but I always loved music and I don't know my brother turned me on to rap music when I was in like sixth or seventh grade probably and you know starting off with like Eminem and the, ba the basics right, you know yeah. putting you where you need to be right away type yeah, shit yeah and um I don't know, ever just since then. And then I remember freshman year, I don't know what brought it, brought it about. I was sitting in the back of my English class, Miss Gern's classroom. She was the shit. <laughs> and I was just, I had my fucking iPhone 4. Actually, it might've been an iPod Touch. No, it wasn't iPhone. It was like an iPhone 4, like yeah. old, just tiny little thing. And I was writing notes, just like no rhythm, like n no beat or nothing and just rhyming. And I don't know, and it was so weird. And I showed people and I wrote a couple more like behind or like with no beats to him and uh, I sh when I showed Nico he flipped out my brother my brother Nico um, when I showed him he flipped out like right away he was instantly like impressed because he and his homies would freestyle yeah sure so, like like he and Nico used to be cold as fuck at freestyling and Nico's still pretty cold at freestyling yeah he he has his moments I got you. Nico, you got it. Uh, no, I know he knows. He, he knows. Nico's he got, knows it. He's got it. He knows he's got it. But, um, but it was funny because eventually, when I started freestyling and like writing shit to beats and everything, I eventually like the progression. I just started, and then one day, I was trouncing him, and he'll admit it. He he he, he knows when it went from me like right here to me just kind of, you know, stepping up and raising the bar. Yeah, and he flipped. It was awesome. And I don't know, ever since then, man, just showing people and seeing the reactions that people give and seeing what I can do, like, for, like, 
I can I can speak to people, you know. Mm -hmm. Might not have a lot of people listening right now, but it doesn't matter if I can speak to them to speak to myself. It's what it's all been about, man. And then um so freshman year I've been sitting on all these tracks that were on the progression freshman year of college and um I was at a, a Halloween party <laughs> and I had uh, a handle of Cuervo, not, <laughs> no, not a handle, just a, 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 a liter. Big a liter, yikes. Liter of Jose Cuervo. <laughs> and I was walking around just literally taking pulls of tequila. And I ran into this kid, Brogan Moriarty. Shout out Shout Brogan, Brogan Moriarty. Moriarty. That motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, uh, he was dressed as Jack Sparrow. He had long hair and everything. It was fucking incredible. Like, perfect costume we started talking about who knows what and then all of a sudden we got on the topic of music and he's like dude there's a studio in the basement of the house that I live at my roommate can produce you and I was like get the fuck out of here and it's the first time that I've ever been put into a situation like this I'm like no way I can actually do something with it because at first f like when I had first written it it was just for like the homies and everything and I had thought about it for sure but so then he introduces me to this kid, Joseph Barbieri. Shout out, Joe. Um, Joe B, the motherfucking man. Uh, and we got to chat, and he said, yeah, dude, hit me up. And I, I said, like, I literally, it's so weird, because I have a song on No Hooks called A Little Story, and I'm, like, running through that. Because it literally, t I'm, I'm telling you the same story that I tell on that song. All right, yeah. But, um, yeah. I just went over to his house and busted out a little project and the shit fucking spread all over the dorms like that. Oh, and yeah. It was so sick. So I had people coming up to me like, yo, you're the dude that just dropped that EP, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's me, man. Like, it was crazy. So wow. like, that was super sick. So right, right after that, instantly I started working on No Hooks and then um, I knew Austin Makula. Shout out to Austin, Austin my home guy. wreckers. Yes, yeah. the home wrecking crew, dude. They're fucking the game up. Right yeah, now. I know I'm they are. Th that club scene is um, constantly are. blessed by yeah. home wreckers and yeah. No, so I knew I knew Adam and Ben and Austin and they brought me in and introduced me to Trip and the gang and you know that's when I met you and yeah. and then dude working on No Hooks was just. It was a movie, bro. It was so fucking fun. Like, I had an absolute blast every time that I was over there. Yeah. And we just made some shit, man. Like, I love, dude. And Literally in a bedroom. Literally, yeah, literally <laughs> in a bedroom. And we just yeah. had, like, some of the craziest nights there. Just, like, I remember when we first pulled songs together. Like, it was, like, finally sounding like something. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this is way more in-depth than the progression was. And that was in a bedroom, you know, yeah. like, so, like, I mean, I just got more in-depth with it. And, dude, I don't know, it's crazy. A lot of songs that speak a lot to me in that project. Yeah, what do you like to write about? Honestly, it depends, because if I'm in a mood, then I'll kind of just talk about how to stay out of that mood. Try to, like, keep going, holding on, keep my chin up. Yeah. type of stuff like that just kind of self-empowering mm -hmm. stuff but if i'm going for like bars man it's about it's Anything, about whatever right, right it's about what's in the room yeah <laughs> seriously if it's like that it's like all right i mean yeah totally. and 
you work a little, I work a lot more with words in those statements, like because part of rap music is definitely cadence. You know, like it's a big thing. So if you can deliver something in a way that nobody else could deliver it, like I, I don't have to tell you this, you know. But like that's what I'm saying. If you can just say something that nobody else probably thought of in that like specific way that yeah. you laid down, it's just oh. Right, it's like yeah. that's it's just stuff like that is so cool to me. Because you're an individual, you know, and mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like, sure, someone can say something that, sure, you can say something that, like, someone else might have said, but when it comes from you, like, it can mean something com in a completely different way mm -hmm. than what someone else said. It can sure. mean something completely different. You can paraphrase it, you know? It's like, we're all saying a lot of the same thing, but we're saying it in a really unique way. Yeah. Um, and that's that's just the power of the individual. And I think that that's really amazing that that's, that's just like why, like I'm just so fascinated by like, you know, just each individual like musician, mm -hmm. because like everyone has their own like perceptions of like, you know, how to, how to, um, manipulate sound mm -hmm. into something that other people are attracted to, something that people can relate to, get influenced by. And, uh, and if any, like, I think that I, like, find a lot of my own influence, like, with this show and with, um, you know, just with, like, my life goals, a lot of it comes from the people just around me, you know, it comes yeah. from the individuals that are chasing their own dreams, and I think that empowers me. Yeah, oh, absolutely, like, uh, dude, I totally feel that. My buddy Logan, same kid that I'm talking about with his own studio, he's a professional fabricator. Yeah. Like... He and Max both, like, they're fucking bitchin' TIG welders, and, like, just any welding, honestly, but, like, they're just driven as fuck, and it's, like, they're so badass. I love being able to surround myself with people like that, yeah. you know? And then people down here, you know? Chasing, chasing big dreams. Fucking the homewreckers, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. They're, they're literally, they're out there getting it. Shout out homewreckers again, man. They're out there getting it. And we had... A, I've never had a bad time with any of those kids. Yeah, of course. I've never had a bad time with, like, um, really just, like, being in that creative space where people are just, you know, you, you make friends that way. You know, you make, like, not only do you make connections and, like, the professionality of it, but also just, like, you make people that are all here for the same exact reason as you. And that... Man, like, there's there's no sense of there's there's a sense of joy you just get from that. Yeah, and dude, everybody wants to just build something, you know. Mm -hmm. Whether it's something out of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is literally what music is, man. Like, and that, that that's with so much shit, you know. Yeah. It's like you can take that into so many different facets, like writing a paper or something. Like <laughs> you even like literally start from nothing, and if you write a bitchin' ass paper, like I don't like writing papers. Yeah. But I've written a couple like pretty damn good papers, and you start with nothing and end up with seven thousand words. Just like just builds. Yeah. Builds. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like the one I'm, I'm getting, getting getting back to the building part. Of right. So you're from Green Bay. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about Green Bay's music scene. It's, yeah. you know. That's just a thing, man. There's not a there's not, there is there is stuff going on up there, but a lot of those people, I don't know, respect. I don't. I just don't know a lot of them. I've done a lot more of my music here. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I recorded both EPs here. 
and well, I guess both projects. I shouldn't say both EPs, but um, and most of the people that I've met rapping, because I got here right when I, right when I got here is when I like popped onto the scene. You know, I wasn't really on the scene up in GB. People knew that I rapped, but it wasn't like. But it was more of like a hobby at that point. Yeah, it yeah, became, yeah, yeah, more of a reality uh, yeah. here. Uh huh. And so, like. I've definitely rapped against, like, or not even against with kids. I've also rapped against kids in Green Bay, and I don't know. It's just I would lo- I would like to see it be bigger. I know there's some there's some like cold people in Green Bay for sure. People that I went to high school with even like, but for the longest time, I mean, I would I would love to see somebody else that I wasn't aware of come into it all and like also be like you know, dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, you got like the Wisco kids and everything and they're banging, but I mean, that's not, I'm not totally into that type of music, you know, type of rap. I, respect. I, absolutely. Of course. Like, total, yeah. nothing but respect. Artistry. Grind, yeah. Grind. If you're grinding and you're getting it and you're like cool people, they are. I've seen them at the barbershop and everything, man. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're cool people, man. So and they were in there and they were jamming one of their songs and I was like, I was like jamming along to it. was uh, a remix of uh, that Liddy by um, Tory Lanez and yeah, Meek yeah. Mill. Sure. And that shit was, I was like, mm, that shit's <laughs> fucking hard, man. So like, yeah, it was, uh, they're, they're cool people. Yeah. But I, I want to, I just wish that like, there's just nothing really going on up there that I know of. Cause I mean, it's a little, it's more North, you know, a lot of country, a lot of, a lot of like, just people like that, you know? Right, yeah. Um, which is totally fine, dude. That, I love Green Bay. Honestly, I love Green Bay in small doses because I kind of exhausted a lot of the stuff to do there when I was younger. But now that I'm like 21 and like can go out and do more stuff, like I'm like beginning to enjoy it again, which kind of is a little yeah. shitty to say, but also like it's the reality, you know? But yeah, yeah GB is awesome. And I love the people, dude. Yeah. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, Preble. Preble. Shout out Green Bay Preble Hornets, bro. <laughs> Let's go. So, I've only been at Green Bay a couple times, and um, it's, you know, I've, uh, it is mostly just passing through it, but it seems like a lot of factories and fast food. Yeah, man. Downtown, <laughs> and then, like, uh, by the bay and everything, dude, it's just... There's a big, big industrial park. Like, yeah, right. And they got the, the river right there coming in from Lake Michigan. So it's a fucking like, port where they get coal and shit, yeah. you know, salt and all that. So it's just a lot of stuff. So it's not, it's not a typical environment you find music aficionados in. Or at yeah, least but then, well, then you can go downtown. Like, if you come into the west side of Green Bay, like, and if you go downtown, dude, downtown's pretty sick. There's like a lot of cool-ass bars down there and everything. And, I've had some pretty crazy nights in Green Bay that like easily match up with Milwaukee nights, which is funny because it's like such a different crowd and right, way yeah. smaller. And sure. like, but there's there's bars like just less than a mile away from my house that fucking get cracking. Yeah, bar believe- east man. There's a there's a sand volleyball court at that bar, like a shit ton of them, like oh, yeah. shit four maybe six of them, and they just have games going. And people ripping fucking volleyball and playing <laughs> dart leagues. Yeah. There's fucking back room for like poker tournaments and shit. It's crazy. That, that's how you do a bar. Yeah, right. Fucking hey. So have you? So I know, like you know, you've been you you were busy like recording for a long time. Have you tr- yet um, trans? 
have you transpired your sound to a live setting? Have you performed? Yeah, I, well, not not much, not as much as I would like to, clearly. But I have. Um, last year, February, I was in a, a rap competition called the Showcase Tour, and I won that. I took first place in that, and then they asked me to come back, and. Um, in April and I won it again so that was pretty sick and I've done a couple of shows up in Green Bay actually which is like surprising but there's this uh, this group called Good Vibes shout out Good Vibes um, and they throw basically just throw parties at bars you yeah, know sure. and they, huge lights set up like they set up their own shit which isn't normally there like that's not the type of vibes that you normally get but on um, like the weekends man when all the young like younger people are coming in and everything just throw fucking bangers in these bars, dude. Have yeah. live performers like they, and it's sick as fuck too. Because like, I was like, yeah, uh, I'd love to perform. You know, I performed with them a couple of times, and um, all my fucking friends are there, dude. All my homies, like <laughs> yeah. literally everybody. Like I look out in the crowd, and it's just so many people that I know, and then a whole bunch of other people. That, like the first time that I performed with good or with good vibes was at this bar called Kittner's. And there had to have been 300 people in there, dude. Wow. Yeah, like Holy just shit. fucking crammed into this bar. And I was just like, ah, yeah. dude, it was so fucking awesome. Yeah. And then all my homies right there, too, like a big Over capacity. Yeah, my fucking, my parents were there and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, it was a party, bro. Yeah. Like, it was so sick. So, that, yeah, dude, that was, that was super fun. And just based off of the atmosphere, dude, I just know that. I would never not have fun doing that, you know? So, nothing compares to no, it. No, uh, it is a high that you don't get from anything else. Yeah. Um, so, bro, I, so I want to recall, um, power move there. <laughs> um, so I want to recall, um, I remember I made like a little tweet uh, or a, like a Facebook status like a while back saying that you know, I like if you if you're like if you want to go do something, even if like your friends aren't down for it, just go do it. You know, mm -hmm. just you know, if you want to see a show, go see that shit, no yeah. matter what. And oh, I remember yeah. you commented on that post. I saw, I saw Token all by myself. Was and, it? Yeah, it was Token. Token. If you don't know who Token is, do you know who Token is? I don't. Token think so. is a, a white rapper from Massachusetts. Kids like. 19, just graduated high school, fucking cold, like, about to get signed, like, has music with Tech 9 and shit, like, oh, wow. yeah, sure. he's, he's big, like, big enough, you know, and then, uh, that, so that was back in March that I went and did that, and that was fucking insane, like, all my friends were supposed to come, it was supposed to be in February, but it got rescheduled, because he had the flu, right at the beginning of his tour, yeah, yeah. so yeah, so he came back, and the group of seven people that I was supposed to go with shrunk down to just me because nobody could fit it in. Yeah. And I was like, damn. They all came down that weekend that we were supposed to go anyway. They still came down and hung out. But, um, yeah, just didn't end up working out, so that was kind of shitty. But then I had the most, like, insane time. Like, you know, like, I've, I, I, I almost feel bad just, because yeah. I couldn't share with anybody. <laughs> but, dude, wow. And then in October... I went to go see Chris Webby by myself. Oh, wow, sure. And for me, dude, like, 
That's the end all be all. Webby. That's yeah. my guy. I'm wearing a Chris Webby hat. Yeah. Shout out Chris Webby. I don't know if he's ever going to see this, but. I hope he does I hope day. he does, man. For real. So, Chris that And that show, like, I got to go back and meet him, like, Annoyed and Rook, the two dudes that were on tour with him. Uh, annoyed is like, he shoots videos and raps and everything. And, uh, or, no, not Annoyed. Rook shoots videos and raps, but Annoyed raps, and he's cold as fuck, too. Um, they were just standing out in like out front looking at the marquee sign or whatever with the like their tour sign up on yeah. it And I'm standing front line like with a couple of people that I met at a previous Webby show and um, They're just standing over there, and I'm like I'm looking over at these dudes, and I'm like yo, that's annoyed and rook right there. Yeah and like, oh, man, what in the fucking way? And I was like yeah. I was like no and he looks over and I was like, what's up, bro? And he's like, what's good, man? Like, came over super chill, rook too, Friendly. Like, super fucking cold. And um, it was so funny because we we sat there and chatted for, like, had, had to have been, like, 45 minutes. Like, oh, seriously, wow. they were out there kicking it. Because they went to go grab some Wisconsin merch because it was in Madison. So they went to go grab some UW-Wisconsin uh, merch and then come back and then kept talking to us. So that was, like, 20 minute spans each. And... Me and Noid got onto the topic of Eight Mile because it was right around uh, Christmas and he wa or no not Christmas uh, Halloween and he wanted to be B Rabbit for uh, oh for Halloween and so we did the final <laughs> the final battle verse like that um, B Rabbit spits in that uh, in that movie together and we were just standing outside oh standing out front of the venue just fuck a papa doc fuck a clock fuck a trailer fuck everybody. <laughs> you doubt me like we were just both doing it at the same time top of our lungs and once we finished the whole line of people that was there to see the show was just like yeah and it was so <laughs> sick dude it was so funny dude that's and then i got the, i got the freestyle for him too because i told him i was a rapper and everything and rook put it up on his story on, on uh, instagram and shit wow and i had met webby one time before that but what um when I went in there, he's like, he's like, oh, you're the kid that was rapping on Rook's story. What's oh, up, bro? shit, and I was dude, like, yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> of course, me, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's that's insane. Yeah. So, 100%, it was, you, you were meant to be there oh, at that time. absolutely. You were 100% meant to be and there. And it was, it was dope because I did meet up with some people that I had met at the last show, you know? So, like, I wasn't totally there by myself, but, like, the pursuit to get there was all, like, Solo. It was pushed yeah. by me. Like that's, and I was like, I'm going. Like either way, that's just. I knew that I was because I was like, it doesn't come to town that often. So fuck yeah. it, I'm gonna go. Of course. What was the venue? Ah, uh, fuck. What was the venue called? Like Ruby or something like that. Okay. Sure. I think so. It was in Madison. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not super familiar with like all the venues in Madison, but point being, mad respect that you like you know overcame that like social adversity where it's like stigmatized where mm. of like going to events by yourself like dude fuck that i love going to shows by myself yeah, i end that, up finding usually i end up finding friends that end up being there anyway but like dude i just make friends dude yeah that, that too bro I, you're here on a fucking common ground you're here enjoying the music that clearly means some it's like when you go it's like when you it's kind of like this, like when you're at High Five Studio and you're at a networking event, you're both here for the same reason. Hmm. You may not know each other, Absolutely. but it's so fucking easy to network and to, to chop hop it up in, a little To bit. hop into shit like that because 
if you're on the same ground, that's like, okay, if you knew somebody who, I guess, okay, let's say like a fabricator, again, going back to my homies um, fat being fabricators, when they talk to other fabricators, shit's like a different fucking language to me. I'm like, all right, but they hopped right into a conversation talking about this shit right away, you know? Yeah. And so it's just like that. I mean, people with common grounds, you find that common ground really fast if they're willing to find it. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm normally willing to find it unless I just don't get a good vibe. Right, right, right. Um, Which so, you'll get people that are yeah, antisocial. Absolutely. And Which is fine. Which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Let, the, let them do that. Mm -hmm. Man. And I'll do me. And it's not going to lose any sleepover. Of course. I mean, but luck to that because, like, I'm so. That used to be something I was terrified of in high school. Like I was, I was terrified of like, if I was like, you know, invited to a party or if like I was going to some kind of social thing, like I would be, I would get so much social anxiety about going to something with myself. Like I would be so terrified that like, you know, it, it's just like off putting that I'm coming here by myself yeah. or something like that. But then I think that like, eventually just grow into a mindset where like, dude, if like, you don't need to make something this like social spectacle just to experience it. You know, you yeah. can you can make it if you want to experience something, just go fucking do it. You know, like if you wanna like go try a new restaurant that no one else like that you can't find anyone to go to, just go fucking do it, dude. Like I say like have some lunch, buddy. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying there's so many fucking good eateries in Milwaukee. Um, True, but, bro. but I'm saying that like, yeah, but I'm saying that I think that like our society should really, really, truly embrace the power of the individual because like we get so much social, like it's, it's just, there's so much stigma to, to like just experience something by yourself without like some kind of like company or posse yeah. that's associated with it. And that holds you back a lot. Mm -hmm. It holds you back from feeling like you know you can chase after things you've always wanted. It can chase. It can hold you back from like you know experiencing life-changing moments. Yeah. But if you can just, if, but if you really like, if your heart is telling you like you really want this, and you really like, and you really just like want to experience this, then fuck like. Just, just fuck all the, the. Um, Who cares? Yeah, just, cares? just, just fuck, <laughs> fuck having a, a people behind you. Just, just go do it, and yeah, like yeah. you'll make friends. Exactly. Absolutely. That's why I was like, because when it, when it, uh, going to see Webby in October was my first time that I'd ever gone to a show by myself, and so I was like, all right, we'll see, we'll see how it goes, you know. And I, I did have that little like safety net of knowing that the people that I knew were gonna be there were gonna be there, but mm -hmm. at the same time, dude. The next group of people that was in line behind us, like just like that, you know, yep, right. instantly talking to them, like yeah. struck up conversation. Of course, it would have been nothing. And now, like, I would literally feel comfortable, like, if somebody I wanted to go and see was coming to town, and nobody else wanted to go, I'd be like, "Well, uh, <laughs> I'm hitting that shit. I'm going solo. <laughs> I'm going. If you guys change your minds, yeah, buy a ticket. Let's get it. Right, so, right. like, and that's it's a good that's a good feeling, man. Yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm, and also, but I've also been blessed with being a very personable person, and I'm also like <clears throat> pretty well adept to defend myself in a in a situation if something should go awry. So 
I think that I'm just an easily approachable person and can also use my stature as like a, and a, a reassurance to myself. You know, that sounds kind of weird to say, but you know, I know a lot of people are probably like, they just don't want to like fuck with the wrong person. Of course, right. You know, yeah. and, and I never like assume that right away, but also like, I feel like I find comfort knowing that I would probably be all right. In yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like, I, I get that too. Or like, sometimes, like, a lot of times my default is that, like, impression that, like, oh, like, people think I'm strange or weird or, like, you know, you have some bad impression to me, like, right off the bat. Like, I'm always worried about that too. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm at, I'm present for an event by myself, like, mm -hmm. for myself. Well, you yeah. know, I'm doing it for myself because I know that, like, I'm taking this in because I know that, like, I want to, mm -hmm. I enjoy it, and, uh, you know, it's like, the people there that are, that are there alongside you, I mean, it, like, technically, it's like, they are secondary, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, at the end of the day, you're there for that performer, or that event, or whatever, but like, you know, it's, but it's also just, it is a real joy when you find people that are willing to connect with you based on like a shared appreciation oh, yeah. or something else. And that was, that was, I was just about to say an example of something where I would have probably never wanted to have the same experience by myself is, um, so let me think, May, uh, no, August of 2017, uh, me and Logan Howe, Max Beta, Casey Nelson, Josh Gallio, John Witte, all of us, my homies. Like, oh, shout, was, out yeah, all shout out all Shout out all the homies, for real. We, uh, yeah, we loaded up into a car, or a couple of cars, and drove down to Chicago to go see Logic, right? Yeah. He stayed in an Airbnb, and, or no, it was a hotel, actually, but we went to go see this show, dude, and... Holy shit, bro. We are front row to the show. Like, it was fucking nuts. And just, I cannot imagine being there with anybody else or with anybody not there that was in that group because everybody brought it up, like, just made it that much better. Yeah, and then going back to, like, those shows that I had um, last uh, year, those competition shows, I had homies from Green Bay and Milwaukee all there. My parents were there too, dude. My parents are. Fucking great support. Shout out Decker's way. parents. Shout out mama. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, they're just like the funnest, they're the funnest fucking people, first off. And I know that all my all my homies, when they saw my dad cheering me on, dude, he was, it, they all said that it was like the geek, this, like the best yeah. shit ever. And it's yeah. just so awesome that my parents can find that common ground too. At first, dude, when I first started rapping, I had no idea what my parents were going to say. Right, yeah. <laughs> Not at all, dude. And it was so wild because the night of my graduation, um, or no, it was the night before graduation, we were all sitting around the bonfire. My, my brother has known for a long time at this point, right? And uh, he's like, dude, just tell him. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, dude, just tell him or I'm going to tell him. And my parents are like, tell us what? You know? And I was like... I write rap music, you know, basically like, I mean, I'm sure there was, it was more to that than that. And they're like, why haven't you told us? And I was like, well, I don't think you like what I rap about. <laughs> and they're like, well, we still want to hear it. Like, we'll just right. take into consideration, yeah. you know? Of course. And I didn't have anything recorded at this point, so I had to like 
just spit it out for him. And yeah. Bro, I've never seen my dad's jaw drop like that. <laughs> and my Uncle Tab. Shout out Uncle Tab. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. dude, instantly, and I was like, damn, I really should have told these I should have told them a while ago, mm. man. And just the fact that they're so into it and like, they love hearing my stuff, doesn't matter what it is, like, that is fucking so cool. Oh, they are the yeah. best. Appreciate you guys. For of course, real. dude. Yeah, like, fuck, my... Bro, I talk about sex and all kinds of fuck shit on this show, <laughs> and my mom watches every single show. If I... Man, I, I, like, sure, like, I'll cringe at the idea of, like, all my mom hearing me talk about this yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, but dude, you're creating. But at man. the end of the day, yeah, it's like, we're... Like, we're talking about... You're a fucking adult. Real ass things. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like... Bro, I'm, like, I'm 23 years old. Like, I'm fucking... Like, I'm... I got you. I was gonna say, this crap really tops here. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, all I can say is, like, you know, the older we get, the more we can, like... The more it's, like, you relate to, like, you know, your parents and, like, they can relate to oh, you absolutely, and shit. absolutely, like, dude. Dude, it's, like, it's just those... those gross realities you have to accept that like you know we're it's like you know we're thinking about like we're, we're adults now we're, we're thinking about like starting families at some point we're thinking about things like marriage we're yeah, thinking about like a real that fucking we were career never fucking thinking about when you were younger it's weird how that all comes in yeah <laughs> and you have people that are already doing that at this age yeah right? which is fucking nuts by the way like yeah. kudos to them but Mad people with families, mad, yeah. People with families at our age just blow me the fuck away. Like, that is impressive. I know. Yeah. And also scary as fuck. So, good for you guys. Yes, agreed. <laughs> so, Decker, what are you working on now? What can we expect from you? Um, I got a couple. I uh, like I said, me and Logan are probably gonna be working on a, a, an EP over the summer or something. Cool. I know. I, I know we're gonna be making music. I don't know what kind of title we're putting on it, what we're going to call it, what the project is going to be really, but I know that there's going to be music being made. And, uh, you know, it's funny because this is like the busiest time of the year, but it's also the time where like, when I get home, like, because I'm going to be back up in Green Bay, when I get home, I don't do much else besides just kick it, you know? And all my other homies got jobs too, yeah. so like this, this is like grind mode like when I start writing a lot right yeah and especially because I know I'm going back to a good place like where it all started you know yeah, and it's sure. kind of like just gets the a, a good change of scenery is a really important thing mm -hmm. so but um but yeah so like I'm definitely gonna be writing stuff and I'm hoping to release something a little bit different uh just I mean not not even different really I just want to see what else I can do you know with with the with the raps because I can I've definitely been feeling it's a lot more rhythmic lately and in, in stuff that I'm writing but then I'll, out of nowhere I'll go and write a verse that's like yeah. you know <laughs> yeah of course and so um, I don't know man I'm I'm psyched like I remember I know so I can uh, I can give a little sneak peek to something that I've been writing if you if you if you're interested Please. something that I yeah remember. of course man. <clears throat> Do your thing, man. <clears throat> Alright, so this is like a more lyrical song. 
and I tried to play around with um, the song itself, like switching flows and everything, and I think I do a pretty good job of it. So see what I can remember. Yeah. <clears throat> Stay clean when I write, bitch. Red beam right from the right wrist. Shoot you down, plow. Tight flows and a hype crowd. Hit him with the hype sound. Got your lady stripping out a nightgown. Wow. Wait until I'm sitting on a private with the pilot. Mean green smoke shriveling my eyelids. Hi, kids. Follow instructions. Please witness Diesel fuck up the whole function. Do not expect me to mumble that dumb shit. I'm cutting up rappers like onions and toss them in dungeons. I'm lyrically stunning. Gunning, I'm gunning. Gun with zero to a hundred and I'm running over motherfuckers. Hit him with the Tauruses. Every single lyric that I spit is never boring and I'm sitting in the middle of the mill and spit the synonyms and listen to a little bit of Webby and some Eminem I've never ever given and I'm better than I've ever been. In a minute I'll be sipping on the medicine. Rip it like the exorcism to my fucking head'll spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a little break from the fast rap. Let me hit it one time for the vibes like whoa. Chilling in the booth, I'm a lab rat. Wednesday, hoodie in a gray snapback. Whoa. Okay. Decker. Pelinari. My man. Decker, what keeps That's you up me. at night? Uh shit, life? <laughs> I don't know what keeps you up at night, man. What's been keeping me up at night? Um, I try to stay up. So like recently, I've been watching Black Mirror. Okay, fair. and like I'm, I like try to stay up for the episode, mm-hmm. but like I'll just fail. You know, I'll, I'll, The Sopranos does the same shit. To yeah, me. man. I'll try to like I'm watching The Sopranos a lot. Like yeah, that. I'll try to start an episode and then like I'll just get, because I usually get off work pretty late. So like. Sure. I'll just get tired as fuck, and I'll just finish it in the morning. Mm-hmm. But uh, what puts you to sleep? Uh, nothing, dude. I just gotta wait for it to happen. I fucking suck at sleeping. <laughs> man, dude, I. It's a skill, man. Putting yourself Sometimes to sleep is I'll a skill. I'll take melatonin, and then I'll right. help it out. You know. <laughs> Common answer. Common answer. Thanks yeah. for being on the show, brother. Dude, thanks so much for having dude, me. Dude, of course, Decker like, Pelinari. I'll post some links to uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, and uh, keep an eye out for. Uh... Ooh, actually, one more thing. Sorry, yeah. I just remembered. Um, yesterday, I dropped a music video for a song off of No Hooks. It's called "Back at It Again." So uh, you can find the links on all my on all my uh, social media. Back at it again. Yes, sir. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you Coming next on. time. Thanks, guys. Three, four.